Manx Radio Sport. A very good evening and welcome to your latest edition of Friday Sport Preview here on Manx Radio. Rob Pritchard here with you until 6.30pm. I hope you've had a wonderful week so far as always. Coming up tonight... League fixtures are scheduled to resume in earnest this weekend in Manx football with games from the Premier League down to the combination leagues penned in. It's a busy weekend for Manx rugby as well tomorrow with three Ireland sides involved in UK competition and a new look local tournament is set to start on Saturday. And this weekend also sees the start of the 2023 men's and ladies hockey season on the Isle of Man. That is all to come this evening. Well, we start tonight with Manx Football League fixtures taking centre stage this weekend after football locally resumed last weekend. And that was the ECAP FA Cup preliminary round taking centre stage with a smattering of league fixtures. Saw the odd shock or two during that uh, FA Cup round. Always fantastic to see. And now the league very much firmly in focus going into this Saturday. But it will be interesting to see how many games we can get on because if you uh, missed it a moment ago, just to remind you that the Met Office has issued a yellow weather warning for heavy rain across the Isle of Man, which comes into force at 7pm tonight and runs until 8am tomorrow morning. So if you are out and about during those times, please take care of the conditions. Well, with that in mind, we've got uh, Tony Meppham in the studio as always to look at the fixtures going ahead. And uh, well, Tony, good evening. And I think it's going to be a bit of a a fingers crossed job to hope that these games go ahead if the uh, weather really does close in overnight. Yeah, we just been having a conversation downstairs about that haven't we and yeah it's a little bit worrying what's uh, coming in and we've had a wet week as well Rob uh, but uh, hopefully tonight is not uh, too bad but there is one game on tonight we'll come to that I'm sure in a minute but that one's been brought forward so uh, the St John's against Douglas Royal has been brought forward to 6.30 the reason why this heavy rain is due in uh, by about 8 o'clock so we'll try and get the game finished before that rain comes and uh, hopefully there's no uh, added time and it should be done and dusted. Well, let's take a look at that game, the Friday Night Football. As Tony mentioned, they're brought forward by half an hour, so 6.30pm kickoff for anyone planning to head down and spectate. So, St John's versus Douglas Royal, where do you stand on this one, Tony? Yeah, it's a good game to watch, and I think uh, at the moment it's uh, two clubs who really haven't had too much uh, football about. Douglas Royal, I know, have had uh, more games than St John's of uh, recent uh, times, but certainly with uh, St John's, they're absolutely flying up until November, weren't they? Top of the table, looking really good. And then since then, uh, the teams around them have carried on winning. St John's have dropped a few points and picked up a few injuries. And two key injuries for them as uh, Callum Taggart and Dean Lees. But uh, hopefully they'll play tonight. Douglas Royal, uh, depending on what sort of players are available for them with FC Alaman not playing tomorrow, they may be allowed one or two players uh, to come in and play for their club. So we'll see on that one. But I think Mike's, Michael Fitzmaurice's team for Douglas Royal is quite strong. And uh, by what I've heard today, I think uh, St John's is quite strong. So it'll make for a good game of football. It's not too cold out there, Rob, so it should be OK. And I'm going to go for St John's just to win it. Very well, then we move into Saturday and uh, games from the Men's Premier League down to Combination 2. All games kicking off at 2pm. We'll start with the Canada Life Men's Premier League. We originally had five games down, but one has now been postponed. That is Douglas High School Old Boys home game against Onken. That has been postponed this afternoon due to a waterlogged pitch. But four games still remaining as it stands. So we'll start with Russian United and they'll be at home to Union Mills. 
Yeah, and four cracking games, uh, I think, Rob, because uh, Russian United against Union Mills. When you look at uh, Union Mills last week, wow, what a disaster that was to lose to Douglas and District. Take nothing away from Douglas and District. What a great result that is for them. But uh, Union Mills shouldn't have been put in that position with the players that they've got available. So I just wonder if there's going to be a bit of a backlash from Paul Guyver. Uh, the numbers were good at training, so uh, hopefully he's got the response from the players that he wants. But Russian, again, they've got a few players uh, coming back. I noticed Mikey Williams has been training with FC Alaman this week, so he could possibly come in and play for uh, Russian uh, tomorrow. Furrow Davies, I don't know where he stands because uh, they've got to be careful now of how many games they've played to uh, knock them out of contention to play for their club. But uh, on paper, looking at the league table, you'd say that it's Union Mills to win, but I think Russia might just take the points in this. Very well. Well, let's take a look at those other three well, on paper at least, entertaining games coming up. Laxey, they're going to be at home to Corinthians on Saturday. Yeah, seeing uh, Laxey's players that are available and they're pretty strong, as well with uh, Corinthians. No Ryan Gartland, he'll be suspended. Uh, again, I haven't had uh, team news from uh, Ben Qualtro just to see where Corinthians are with their strength of team. But, you know, at the moment, they're still in contention with Peel at the top of the table and there's a, a good little uh, battle going on there. They've only played nine games. Uh, I think uh, Laxey... Depends what sort of performance you get from them. It's so Jekyll and Hyde stuff, isn't it? And last week, it was a big uh, defeat against them, against Peel. I know there's four penalties. Peel scored three of them. Uh, but uh, those penalties could have been avoided. It was more petulance that uh, needs to uh, stop and it might cost them dearly. So I'm going to go for Corinthians to win. Very well. And then on uh, Glen Crutchery Road, St George's are going to be at home to Ramsey. Yeah, people will say, looking at the league table, why are you saying that there should be uh, close games when Ramsey are fifth and St George's are bottom? But I think St George's now are starting to feel the heat a little bit, uh, Rob, from uh, that bottom of the table position. They certainly don't want to be relegated after the history they've had over the last uh, 15 years or so. And they'll be looking to see if they can get maximum points in this game. It's home advantage, so it might help them. Um, with that rain that's coming in, St George's pitch at Grand Country Road, can struggle with uh, a heavy impact of rain, as well with uh, Ramsey. Uh, there's a lot uh, sort of at stake for them. They want to stay in the position that they're in as fifth. They've still got an outside chance, I think, of Railway Cup as well. Uh, but this isn't counted for Railway Cup. But I just wonder how strong St George's team are going to be. Chris Bass, Sean Quay, Kieran McNulty. When you've got players like that coming back in, it could be strong. And I just wonder if St George's might win this one. We'll wait and see. We will wait and see indeed. And then rounding off the Canada Life Men's Premier League is a tasty fixture out west and it's the current league leaders, Peel. They're up against defending champions, Air United. Yeah, it is. And uh, I believe, uh, or I'm hearing, so uh, whether it's uh, to be believed how strong Air United is going to be tomorrow because I think they've got a good squad out. I believe uh, Sean Kelly is uh, going to be included in that one. When you look at Jamie Callister, you've got Johnny Shields in there as well. Nick Hurt, well done to Nick. A couple of goals for him last week. So I would say that uh, Aero Fancy against Peel but uh, Peel are pretty well uh, full, full strength. Luke Doherty will play at the back. You've got uh, Reese Oates up front to uh, score them three penalties last week. You've got other quality players around him. Owen Dawson's going to take up the number one jersey. Going to go for Peel to win. I just think the form they're in at the moment, they're going to be too strong. Very well. well. Let's have a quick look through the other divisions then. We have uh, four games down for DPS Limited Division 2 tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, the four games are Michael against uh, Douglas and District. Uh, Michael, league table ahead of D&D. But what a great result uh, last week. That, they'll remember that for a long time. Uh, but I'm going to go for Michael to win. Douglas Athletic against uh, Jim's close battle. Again, it just depends how 
uh, strong both sides are, but I'll just go for Athletic just to sneak it. Castletown against Braddon, that's going to be a right humdinger. And again, Castletown will be smart enough that that result last week in the Cup, expected to do better, as were with uh, Braddon. I just think the young players that they've got there will have a right good go against Castletown. I'm going to go for a draw in this one. And Colby against Governors. Local derby, the reason why I say that, they play against, uh, they play on the same venue, don't they? Two pitches down there, and I'm going to go for uh, Colby to take maximum points in that game. Very well, that's Division 2. Let's move into the Combination Divisions. We've got five games for Canada Life Combination 1 tomorrow. Yeah, Union Mills against Air Russian. Russian absolutely flying maximum points and just winning every single game that's put in front of them. And I don't see any difference uh, tomorrow afternoon, so I'm going to go for Russian to win. Onken against uh, Douglas High School Old Boys. I just think uh, the young guns of Onken getting better each game. I think they'll be uh, too strong. And maybe because the first team game is being postponed for either side, might just allow some players, better players, to uh, come in and help them. Uh, Corinthians against uh, Laxey. I'm going to go for uh, Corinthians to win. But again, these two sides have had a lack of football of late. Air against uh, Peel. Peel are nicely poised if there's a slip up by Russian to allow themselves uh, in that number one berth. So I'm going to go for Peel. And Douglas Royal against St John's. I just think Douglas Royal will find out St John's are too strong. They're good in this league. Very well, and rounding things off on Saturday, we've got four games in DPS Limited Combi 2. And before I come to you just a moment, just taking a, a quick look at the table earlier, just two points separate the top three sides at the moment. Well, it does, and that's what you want. You want uh, everything to be sort of close and a good battle going on, nip and tuck right the way through, because we're at the business end now, Rob, aren't we? Uh, we're coming up to uh, sort of second week, third week in uh, January next year, uh, next week, sorry, and then uh, they've all got to compete for it. But let's look at Combi 2. Douglas and District against Michael. I'm going to go for for uh, Douglas and District to win that one. Braddon against Castletown. Braddon will take uh, the three points there. Malou against uh, St Mary's. This will be a terrific uh, game. Just wonder how strong St Mary's are going to be. I think they might have one or two first-team players available and they'll take the points away from high-flying Malou. I think Malou is second. And Ramsey U Centre against uh, Paul Rose. I'm going to go for Youthy to win. Very well, those are your fixtures on Saturday. Well, we have set fixtures on Sunday as well. So starting off, we have two fixtures in the Canada Life Women's Floodlit Cup. Yeah, we had two terrific uh, games last week and uh, Corinthians just got the bragging rights uh, away from uh, Peel winning for 5-1. Good performance by them and uh, two good games uh, this weekend. Douglas Royal against Malou. Uh, Douglas Royal was seven goals last week. Uh, Malou uh, battled really well against uh, Castletown. We're going to go for Royal to win. And uh, Peel against uh, Onken. Onken slipped up last week. I just think there were one or two players uh, missing. I watched the game. It wasn't bad at all. Uh, but uh, I think Peel got too much quality there. And I go for Peel to take the victory. And last but certainly not least, two games kicking off at 2pm in the Masters football. Yeah, and these uh, both are on, on grass because uh, the women are still on the uh, Floodlit Cup on the bowl. And uh, Colby against uh, Corinthians. Well, I've seen Corinthians' team. It's quite strong. So they'll be looking to see if they can beat one of the best teams in Masters football against Colby. Don't know team news from Colby but I've just got a feeling that Corinthians might be able to get something out of this one and Laxey against uh, Douglas and District Laxey are one of those sides if they've got the best team out Rob they can beat anyone in that league apart from probably Air United but I'm going to go for Laxey just to take the points away from D&D very well. And finally, just before we let you go, we've got around 30 seconds here. We know that there's been a lot of disruption to fixtures over the last couple of months because of the weather. Um, if you can just sum it up in 30 seconds, where do you stand at the moment in terms of trying to get these games on? Yeah, we're just trying to uh, work at the moment um, with uh, three clubs, to be honest with you, uh, to see if we can get a couple of games out of the way. The Ramsey and uh, Corinthians outstanding cup game out. We're trying to get that on a midweek game and uh, also uh, just trying to get one of the uh, Railway Cup games out of the way, which is uh, St John's against Ramsey. 
could do with Ramsey really give me a ring um, you know I'm sending messages and getting nothing back and uh, we've got the venues there we want to try and get the games on so if you could please give us a ring it's uh, Manners uh, phone call's been made twice now I'd like to have a phone call please well we hope to get some uh, clarity very soon well Tony thank you very much and the uh have a very good evening and I'll be catching up with you tomorrow OK, it's a busy weekend ahead for Manx Rugby with three Ireland sides in action in UK competition on Saturday. Douglas, looking to continue their recent gun form, travelled to Altrincham Kersall in Regional 2 Northwest. Meanwhile, tough tests await at Bala Fletcher for the men's and ladies' vagabond sides. In a big update too, the Ravenscroft Manx Rugby competitions have undergone a big change this week. With all the details as ever is Dave Christian. Douglas away at Altrincham Kersall, two sides dead level in the table as well, tied for eighth place. Although Kersall have uh, two games in hand on Douglas, they haven't actually played since the 3rd of December, which is a big layoff for them. Douglas, they've made some changes from last week's team. Difficult to say, really. I'm not certain whether they're good changes or bad. I'm going to say the positive, they're good changes. Uh, we're missing Niall Killier from number eight, but he's been replaced by Craig McGee, and uh, they're very, very similar players. Mark McGee comes into the second row. They've got Bryn Snellgrove at 10. They've got Aidan O'Shea back into the back line. He's going to start at centre. And uh, Ralph Clark comes onto the bench. Uh, with a 2-1 forward back split. So Clarkie, he was with Phil Kringle as the forward cover in, on the bench and uh, Jack Shimon for the backs. they got plenty of speed there. Harry Hewson, Carl Martins there. Uh, Bradley Bomar and Sam McCord, uh, both on the score sheet in last week's win as well. Question is, have Douglas turned the corner? Maybe they have, maybe they haven't. They beat Altrincham Kersall at Portishee. Uh, they've got a reasonably strong side going away tomorrow, pretty much close to the strongest as they're going to have all season. Uh, I think they've got it in them to uh, to beat Altrincham Kersall. At Bella Fletcher, things are a little bit different. There was a little bit of positivity just before Christmas. New coach came in, Franzi Gamishas, and uh, there was a, a real change. I've, been, I've watched a couple of games now at Bella Fletcher, and uh, I was at the Duckenfield game just before Christmas. There was a change of attitude almost, a sea change, and uh, the players had more of a spring in their stick. Things potentially looking up for Vagabonds. They did get a bit of a trouncing at Old Bidians last week. But they've got Ellesmere Port coming to uh, Bella Fletcher tomorrow. Ellesmere Port only beat them by a point in the away match. Uh, so Vagabonds are going to fancy their chances at home. Uh, a good strong side. I've noticed Alex Cartney popping in at number eight. Uh, I think he's come to them from Douglas's uh, Kelps team. And that will help Vagabonds, particularly if he's in the back row there with Mark Oldfield. Uh, Mark gets around the pitch and he's been very much the form player this season. Vagabonds, good chance for that one. I'll try and keep an eye on that for Saturday Live because I'm going to be on the adjacent pitch there at Bella Fletcher where Vagabonds ladies are playing Southport in uh, women's NC Northwest 1. Southport, runaway league leaders and uh, they're writing on the wall a little bit. Uh, they've uh, possible maximum 30 points for Southport. They've picked up 29 of those 30, uh, won 6 from 6 and nobody's really given them any trouble. Vagabonds lost the away leg, I think it was 48-7 if my memory serves me correctly so uh, need a bit of a turnaround but turnarounds can happen uh, they'll have home advantage vagabonds have got a full strength side a packed bench they've got a strong front row there's a little bit of change in the back row daisy sewell's going to come into number eight uh, that's an experiment i've not seen happen before they're missing i think sophie henry maybe in the back row that may or may not tell but uh, corinna daly's there she's going to start at prop but can always convert to number eight if need be if they need any more solidity at the back and finally domestically we've got uh, a little bit of a sea change 
change. The local organising committee had viewed that some fixtures weren't being fulfilled. There were a couple of walkovers starting to appear. Uh, they've had a little look around and found that it's generally down to player availability. So they've killed the Ravenscroft Bank Shield. That'll uh, be frozen at the point in time of last Saturday. And a new competition is going to kick in. It's going to be the Ravenscroft Bank Trophy. And what we're doing is we're playing a, a cluster format. And this involves three teams turning up at one venue. And between those three teams, uh, they'll try and get two 15 asides out. So uh, if you've only got 10 players, get them down to the game anyway. Uh, everybody gets mixed up and they've gone to play a fixture format that's uh, the home team is on its own and the two teams that are playing away will join together. This competition, it's a temporary fill-in because the Ravenscroft Manx Cup is going to start in the third weekend in February, I think. Uh, fixtures for that due to come out very shortly. The fixtures tomorrow both kick off at 2.15. One's at Balakilia Park in Port Erin. One is at Paulson Park in Castletown. Down in Port Erin, Southern Nomads Greens will be playing against Ramsey's Blues and the Eastern Barbarians. And at Paulson Park in Castletown, it's Castletown as the home side, and they'll be playing against Ramsey's Reds and Western Vikings. Manx Radio Sport. And finally tonight, this weekend sees the start of the 2023 men's and ladies' seasons for Manx Hockey. The first selection of games from the Premier League divisions down to the respected Division 2 leagues will get underway from Saturday morning. So how will defending champions and promoted sides alike fare on the opening day? I caught up with Ben Cunningham to get his thoughts. We'll start in the ladies' Premier League and the early pushback 12.35 this Saturday at King Williams College. Valkyries A face Castletown A. Yeah, this one I reckon will be very close. Castletown Ladies A had a very good, strong season last season, as well as did Valkyries A. I think this one will be very close, but I think Valkyries A will just have it on the edge here. And the other game in the Ladies Premier League at 5 past 2, also down south at Castle Russian High School, and that is Backers A versus Castletown B. Yeah, Castletown B promoted uh, last season up to the Premier League against Backers A, who are a very strong opponent, and this will be a good test to see how good Castletown B are and what potentially Castown B could do in this league. But I think backers A, you know, are probably favourites on this one. And then we move on to the Men's Premier League. Three games this weekend, all pushing back at 12.35. And the first of those here is at the NSC, and that is backers B, and they'll take on Valkyries A. Yeah, backers B promoted up to the Premier League. Tough opponent for their first game against Valkyries A, who had a really strong season last uh, season. It'll be a close game, I reckon, but Valkyries A, I think, will look the favourites on the day. And then at 12.35 at Castle Russian High School, Castletown A, and they will play Vikings A. Yeah, this one, I reckon, will be very close. Castletown A caused a few shocks last season and actually made the leagues really interesting because they caught a few teams out. But Vikings A will definitely be looking to, you know, keep the challenge and, you know, look for the silverware. But I, I think Vikings A will just have it, but... Nothing saying a Castletown shock could be on the cards. Looking at the other 12.35 pushback in the men's Premier League, up north this one at Ramsey Grammar School, Ramsey A versus Backers A. Yeah, Backers A, champions of this division, uh, definitely be looking to keep a hold of the uh, silverware this season. Ramsey A, I think it's going to be an interesting one. I think Ramsey have got a few players back now from uni and that, so I think it'll be interesting, but I think Backers A will be uh, on top form and... 
can start the season off with a win. Well, let's take a quick look through the other divisions, and we've got three games in the Ladies Division 1 this weekend. Yep, so the first game in this league is at 2.05 QE2, and that's Valkyries B against Vikings B. 2.05 again, but this time in Ramsey. We have Ramsey A against Backers B, and then the final game in this league is at 3.35 QE2, and that's Backers C against Harlequins A. Where do you see, potentially, if you had to sum up, the, where those three games might go? For them games, I reckon it'll be a Valkyries B win, a Ramsey A win, and a Harlequins A win. Concise and to the point. Well, let's move on to Men's Division 1. Two games there. Yep, so the first game in this division is at 12.35 at QB2, and that's Valkyries B against Vikings B. I think this one will be very close. You know, both teams, ex-Premier League teams, so they'll definitely be looking to make sure they get back into the Premier League. I think Vikings B, though, will just have it on paper. And then the last game in this league is a uh, interclub derby, and that's Harlequins B against Harlequins A, and that's at 2.05 at the NSC. Derby, it could go either way. Next season, we witnessed a C team losing to their D team. So who says that nothing could possibly happen in this game? And the last one's in the Senior Leagues. We have three games in the Ladies Division 2 this weekend. Yep, so at 11.05 at Castle Russian High School, we have newly formed Castletown D against Valkyrie C. This one will be interesting. Valkyrie C are a strong team, but it'll be interesting to see how this new formed Castletown D team come out and perform. The second game in this league is at 2.05, and this is at King Williams College, and this is Vikings C against Castletown C. Battle of the Sea teams, it could go either way. We wait and see how it goes. And then the final game in this league is 3.35 at the NSC. And that's uh, newly formed Harlequins B against uh, Ramsey B. Battle of the B teams, you know, it'll be interesting again to see how Harlequins B perform as a newly formed team. We wait and see. And last but certainly not least, we've got three games in the mixed under-15s league this weekend. Yep, so the first game in this league, and it's great to see Valkyres having an under-15s team back in this division, is uh, Valkyres against Harlequins, and that's at 11.05 at the NSC. The second game as well at 11.05, this time at QE2, is Backers against Ramsey Rogues and Rascals. And the final game in this league is Castown Sharks against Vikings, and that's at 3.35 at King Williams College. Manx Radio Sport. Ben Cunningham with that report there. Well, you may have noticed we haven't yet mentioned the Men's Division 2 fixtures taking place. That's because we've had an update this afternoon on that to bring you now. The match in that league this weekend between Backers C and Ramsey B is off now with Backers unable to field a team. However, the other Men's Division 2 game between Backers Colts and Castletown B, and that's at 3.35pm at Castle Russian, is still going ahead as planned. That's all we have time for on Friday Sport Preview this evening. Many thanks to my guests this week, Tony Meppham, Dave Christian and Ben Cunningham. Have yourself a lovely Friday evening and a wonderful weekend as well, whatever you're doing. So until next time, bye for now.